family and friends of Duane, grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Compared to most of the rest of us here, I think it can be said that Duane lived a rather simple life. He enjoyed the simplicity of the farm throughout his life. Nearer to the end of his life, he lived in a rather modest home. The only relatively modern item that I ever saw in that home was a TV, and it hadn't been hooked up for years since TV went digital. His diet was composed of simple meat and potato dishes. His schedule was a compilation of simple routines, and he rejoiced at small things, like the help that Dennis had given him, especially in these last years. And I've got to tell you that when I visit people who live so simply, it's always a little refreshing to me. For we don't live in simple times, or at least so we're told. And we often can turn the simplest things into complex quandaries. We can take things that God simply wants to give us as simple blessings, and somehow turn them into anxiety-ridden curses through our overanalyzing everything to death. And one of the places we are tempted to do this is with our faith as well. We can always take every item of our faith and object it to all sorts of scrutiny in our world that loves to send information to us at an astonishing rate. But sadly, what we often end up with if we do that is lots of information and little peace. When we were talking the other day, Dennis told me that he believed that Duane's faith was much like his life. Very simple. And that was always my understanding in my conversations with him as well. For Duane, God was not something to be overanalyzed or overthought. Simply something to be trusted in. The truths of the scripture were simply that, truths. They didn't have to prove themselves against a thousand other claims present in the world. And again, such simplicity is refreshing. After all, isn't that kind of simple trust that which Jesus himself lauded? He told his disciples, as we heard again today, that no one would enter the kingdom of God unless they simply received it like a little child. And he said this not long after telling people the parable of the tax collector, whose simple plea, God be merciful to me, a sinner, was put forth as the proper way that any of us should approach God. Yes, our faith is quite simple at the end of the day. Oh, there's plenty that we can learn from in the scriptures, plenty to occupy our whole life. And yet the basic message that the scriptures revealed to us is quite clear and simple. Jesus summarized it in our gospel reading for today this way. Everyone who exalts himself before God will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. You see, Jesus spoke these words not only to tell us how we should live by faith, but he also spoke them as a description of the life 
he was leading and the death he would die. Today we rejoice to know that Jesus humbled himself before the Father. He humbled himself all the way unto death, even death upon a cross. And then God exalted him. He raised him up from the dead and he seated him at his right hand in glory. And because Christ humbled himself to die our death upon the cross, and because God exalted him to the right hand, we have hope this day, even right in the face of death. For Christ has assured us that all who humble themselves in faith will share in Christ's resurrection and victory. All who are willing to admit that they are sinners will be forgiven. And I heard Dwayne make that confession when we celebrated the Lord's Supper not too long before he would go. God has assured us that all who humble themselves in faith will share in Christ's resurrection. And so we know today that this is not the end of the story for Duane. We know that he rests now with his Lord and he will be raised up on the last day. And so as our second reading said, we don't lose heart. Even though after the last few months and even years, Duane's body wasted away, his inner self, we are told, was being renewed day by day by the Lord. And the momentary afflictions that he suffered in his body were preparing him for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Yes, our reading for today assures us that the very one who raised up Jesus from the dead, God the Heavenly Father, will also one day raise up Duane and all who believe in Jesus. He himself will bring us into his eternal presence. Ours is simply to trust in those promises and rejoice with joy and thanksgiving at them. For as that text reminded us also, the things that we see, even this casket that we see here today, that's but temporary. The real things, the things that are eternal, are unseen those things that rest upon Christ's promises and his word. What the Lord declared through the prophet Isaiah in times of old about his people, he declares again this day to all of his people. He says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. It's that simple. God loves you. He has called you his own in Jesus, and so you are his. And he will not let anything, no, not even death itself, separate you from his love. It's true for Duane, and it's true for all of us who are gathered here trusting in him this day as well. So let's not overcomplicate things. We are sinners, but God, he has saved us through his son Jesus. He has given to us who deserve death eternal life instead. So cry out to him this day and always, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. And he will. Just as he sustained Duane, he will sustain you in the days and the months to come. For he was Duane's Savior, and he is yours. Amen.